0: Dr. Spencer Reed said, I never have any normal fans. Hey guys, welcome back to Disorganized. I'm your head janitor, Z. And I'm Laura. I think I'm your assistant head janitor. I keep forgetting my title. Deputy assistant. Deputy assistant! Assistant. (laughs) And I'm
1: Eris. I'm just an intern at the facilities maintenance here, (laughs) which is basically I'm an intern janitor. It's an unpaid internship.
0: (laughs) You're learning the ropes. It's fine. Yeah, we don't have to pay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, my landlord would make to differ. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: it's fine. Uh, so th- today, this this episode, we're going to talk about th- uh, our favorite and least favorite episodes of season four of Criminal Minds. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> An like,
1: there's an element of doubt as to what show you're going to be talking about on the Criminal Minds podcast every time. <laughs> like, there's a relief that washes over you yeah. guys, and you're like, we're going to be talking about season three of MASH. What? Whoa, I can't watch that. <laughs> we're going to be talking a- about season four of
0: Teen Wolf. Fuck, I hate that one. <laughs> Called disorganized for a reason. Yeah,
2: fiercely <laughs> going through my notes.
0: I watch this show. <laughs> oh my I god!
2: I think it's it's mostly just for clarification that it's not Deep Space Nine or. <laughs> yeah, I, I there's always a, a moment of of criminal oh minds, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then usually some type of cheer. Yeah. <laughs> As we're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> That's fair. Are we just locked in a basement again? Oh, God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Laura, what was your favorite episode? Oh, okay. I um, like, top three, because this season had some pretty good ones.
0: Yes. I, overall, I strangely didn't have as many favorites in this one, so I thought think i have to like go over my notes here i think my favorites tended to be the ones with like notable guest stars so like uh episode three minimal loss, uh, minimal loss is a good one. where uh, luke perry is running a cult yeah um, yeah and then uh another one that i really liked was uh episode 11 normal uh, where Same. uh ad skinner from uh x-files <laughs> is uh Hallucinating his family being alive, and it's just kind of a great little twist at the end there. Yeah, You said I had to limit it to a top three. Sure. Okay. If you if you've got if you're like four or five, I think that's I cool. have four. That's cool. Okay. Okay. So I'll just we'll you? do the last two. So episode thirteen, bloodlines, where the family are, like, killing Mm. parents and kidnapping the girls to (laughs) be their, like... There's something about that that was, like, creepy and weird for me, but, like... I think, honestly, weirdly, my favorite episode, so maybe that was like three three runners up, I think my favorite was episode 16, Pleasure is My Business. That, one was that There so is a something good one. about, like, that's the one where the high-end prostitute mm-hmm. lady is, like, killing all of her high-profile clients, but, like, she has isn't? this whole arc in it and then yeah. there's this moment at the end where she, like, kills herself but she's yeah. like, ask Hodge to, like, sit there with her and I'm like, There's something about that. I was like, she, she knows she's messed up and she's like, you know what? No, this is, this is what's happened to me. And this is, this is my life. But it was just really well done. So I like that one.
1: I mean, especially because like in that one in particular, her entire thing was that men always let her down. Mm Yes. And that she had like her entire being was formed by the fact that every single male figure in her life just just let her down and she had to depend on herself and so the fact that like will you stay with me and hotch is like yes and she's like i actually trust you to stay with me i actually believe you when you say that like and that was like really hard hitting for both like her and the audience right yes i teared up a little okay (laughs) those would be my
0: four yes yeah
1: aries there were so many guys guys there were so many (laughs) So, like, I really like Soulmates because there's a thing about serial killers in love that just does something to me as, like, which is, like, news to nobody. (laughs) What number episode is it? Twelve. Where it was like the two weird serial killers that meet at like the barbecue, mm. and they're just like, it turns out we're both fucked up weirdos. Like, yeah, they're like, and I just imagine the entire time they're like skipping through a flower field of like, like you and me
2: and me. That yeah. you was know, like, <laughs> going through my head the whole time, but like with more blood and guts. They and- <laughs> never give a profile in that episode.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. No, they don't. No, because they've there. already
2: caught one of them, yeah. And they're just trying to get the other it's guy ju- to confess. Oh, it's just a right. yeah. yeah. Right. it comes, like, that one comes with a pretty popular quote, which is this uh, cop's like, where did you find this kid? And talking about Reed. And Ross, he's like, he was left on the front steps of the FBI. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. Um, I also really like Normal. I wrote, like, the most notes of any of the episodes on mm. Normal. Um, Pleasure on My Business is also very good. I also really like the fact that R- Reed was like, I'm gonna mansplain, or not mansplain, I'm gonna correct you on prostitution, like, because people were getting it wrong. He was like, actually, no. This is how <laughs> they do their business, guys, okay? Be respectful. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, good for him. <laughs> um... I really liked episode 22 The Big Wheel. I cried. Mm-hmm. Like I had to take a break cuz I literally cried on that one. That's um, a rough one. It's rough, but it's so it's so poetic and beautiful mm-hmm. and it's just like
0: <laughs> And it's weird cuz like you don't even know what the title of the episode's referring to to like the very end. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and then they get on the the Ferris wheel and you're like, ah, "It's a big wheel." Yeah.
2: <laughs> Um, that there one was, is a good one.
1: There was a lot of them that I like. But I think my, my favorite favorite was probably a toss up between the big wheel and demonology. The apprentice episode where, Yeah. Exorcisms. Yeah, I mean, because I'm a sucker for a good exorcism <laughs> episode. Like that note, the very last note I wrote was religion is a hell of a drug. <laughs> nice. But also, like part of it that I really like is like the thing that they actually brought to four in that episode was that exorcisms are hard, but hard in a way that not a lot of people expect. Except they 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 said the they said it out loud. It's like it's stress. They just stress the people out so much they die. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. And it's stressful for the priest. It's stressful for everyone involved because there's, like, lots of screaming and yelling and the breaking of faith and psyche and everything. And I'm like, yeah, stress can fucking kill you guys. Look, <laughs> just ask my doctor. <laughs> yeah. So, I and I like that because a lot of people, especially, I don't know, maybe just... He, here, maybe just this country, I don't know, kind of does the whole, like, it's just stress. It's not going to kill you. No, dumbass, it will. <laughs> like, it's its bad. It's bad to be stressed out. They kind of, like, delved into that, plus the whole background information, like, the whole Emily's background, and then, you know, the religious aspect of, like, how lightly do we tread in a, ha, your religion is killing people, <laughs> kind of thing. So.
2: Yeah, I think... My favorite was The Big Wheel, I think, was, yeah. like, my number one. And then Minimal Loss was a close second. Mm-hmm. And then there were so many, like, ones that I scored four stars that I really wanted to score five. But I was, like, my, my scoring thing was a little, like... You, you have to skew. Like, it's too skewed now. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's on the bell curve now. <laughs> yeah. So, but there were a lot of good episodes. Normal. Yeah because um, th- that was one that was kind of on all of our lists right mm-hmm. yeah yep. there's one moment that I really like in that one and I want to want to know if you guys what you guys thought about it was which is when Rossi is comforting Todd um JJ's re- replacement after they find Norman's family because for me watching that it kind of seemed like it just felt like it really illustrated the way that the team felt feels about the world because Rossi saw who Gideon was in the beginning and he saw what the BAU Turned him mm-hmm. into and yeah. how that ended for him. And to see Rossi like be really compassionate toward Todd was like really sweet because we do right. see a little bit of that from Hotch in the way that he treats his own team too. Yeah. Like the long term members that I feel like we don't get to see a whole lot of up mm-hmm. until this point.
0: I really do like, and I know this covers a couple different episodes, but. And I, I, if I remember correctly, it doesn't start in normal. I think it starts a little further back. I like Todd's, like, exit arc, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's not like Elle who just sort of goes right. away. Here, it's like, you can see she's struggling. Yeah. And she got in trouble with Hodgson that one episode. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to do better. Mm-hmm. And then she's got Rossi being like, no, you're doing okay. Like, keep going, keep going. But yeah. then, like... At the end, she's like, okay, and JJ is coming back. And, you know, they're like, wait, what? And she's yeah. like, I need to be where I am most effective. And, mm-hmm. like, so right. I appreciate the fact that she, like, could use her own agency to say, not that I'm failing at this. But, like, right. you guys are able to do this in a way that I am not. So yeah. I'm going to use my talents elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and also, yeah, and there's a little bit, like, from an inside character kind
1: of point of view. Like, she was kind of just the float you know, she was just filling yeah. in. This wasn't supposed to be long term. I mean, mm. it might have been kind of like, put this on your resume and maybe someday later if there's an actual opening yeah. to see if you like it. But I mean, she she tried it out and then she was like, oh, what you do is something that is kind of bad for me. So I know that I can be just as effective in the terms of keeping people safe in another aspect of, you know, because she was like, what, home." Homeland Security, mm. terrorism, counterterrorism, counter-terrorism. counter-terrorism. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, also a a pretty big deal kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But she was like, y- "What you guys are doing important, but it's not a thing I can handle."
2: <laughs> I remember when this came out, and everybody was kind of in—not everybody, but you know—a a good portion of people were in an uproar about Todd being on the show because they thought JJ wasn't going to come back. Oh, but I yeah. think all that uproar at the time I I took a part in a little bit too because I was young but <laughs> um I think it kind of made me unable to appreciate Todd's character and the arc mm. that that she has and how it affects everybody else's arc too. Right. Cuz all of a sudden they realize like, "Oh, we have like a new
1: person here." Like mm. it's kind of like the, "Oh, we got to protect the new kid." Yeah. <laughs> but they then all like- had
0: like different reactions to her a little yeah. bit. And that was interesting cuz like but it, 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 they they brought her into the team and even I think Emily at one point was like I've been the new person like mm-hmm. I've been there like yeah. you're doing good and then Rossi was very much like the dad figure mm-hmm. and then like Hotch got angry with her but like I think it later it was that Hotch way of saying you know I'm trying to push you and I'm trying mm-hmm. you know like yeah. So he wasn't doing anything that he wouldn't have done to done, another member yeah. of the team that he'd caught in the exact same situation. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I could say I also really like, not completely, but there are bits of the finale, the, the two-part final mm-hmm. episode at the end, that I really like. Yeah. Um, most of it is the second half of the second episode. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, like, the first episode, there, there's bits you like, and I'm like, mm, but then there's some similarities to other properties that I was just like, okay, wait, this are you yeah. just borrowing from Hannibal Lecter stuff? But then you get into the second one and they're like have this tragic ending. Mm. Yeah. For all parties involved. Yeah. And then it goes from bad to worse at the very end. Yeah. So yeah. the ending on the
2: I when when those two aired it was one of the long the longest season up to that point so everybody was just like thrilled with it because we were all like we're getting more episodes this is great <laughs> and then we got hit with this one and it was rough because the the idea that Pigs were, like, completely devouring these people, and the only thing that was left of them were their shoes. Right. Uh-huh. Was fucking nuts.
0: And then... And there were so many more of them than they knew were missing. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Whole, yeah. this whole
2: time you're like, 10, oh my God, yeah, that's so many. And then they pull the shoes out, like and it's 80s. 89. Yeah. Like, that was ridiculous. And then the way that Mason and that's and just Lucas, the shoes that were
1: kept. Yeah. Who yeah. knows if some of those shoes went off or, or who was barefoot the, when they yeah. came on yeah. Yeah,
2: onto the property. But, yeah. It's, and then and, how easily
0: Mason... Would it, completely tried to throw Lucas mm-hmm. under the bus, like yeah, go ahead and kill him, like he's not yeah. with your time, like yeah. and it really, <laughs> it really illustrated who Mason was, and oh yeah, and how much
2: of the profile originally applied to him, despite the fact that he wasn't the one physically doing mm-hmm. it, right? Um, and then when Kelly befriends Lucas, and in the end she's like, just put your hands up, like don't make any sudden movements when they come in, and yes. she's like, like yeah. you know, like. Like, She's trying to coach
1: him, but it's also like, yeah. it's clearly distressing him because he's like, what's happening? Yeah. And then
0: then we go to slow-mo and yeah. all we see is <laughs> Morgan yeah. like screaming. No! Right. Yeah. And then like the guy whose name is escapes me. William Hightower. Yes. He is killing Mason yeah. because he had killed his sister and he's like, no this remorse. guy's going to get away from, yeah. get, get away with it. I'm gonna be the one to take I'm, him out. It's like which I'm, you don't hate him for, no, and he's yeah. also in Canada, so he might get treated okay. <laughs> he's he's, he's kind of going to jail anyway. There's that great yeah. moment earlier, like, well, you know, if nothing else, you might spend you know some time in in a Canadian prison. He's like, I'm okay with that. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, but like, there's there was a little bit of like, I mean, he he was already a soldier. He's used to sacrificing for his country, so I think he, I was at that point, it was like,
0: I can't let this guy not. Like, like, he ha- he can't get away with this. He already cared about the 10 people he knew were missing. Right. And now, then he now finds there's out there's 89 of them. He's like, no. Damn
1: near 100. Like, yeah.
0: even if you kill his brother who's doing the dirty works, people might still get hurt because this guy's alive. This
1: guy was paralyzed from the neck down, and he still found a way to kill almost 100 people. Yeah. Don't let mm-hmm. him live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he, clearly he's too powerful. No, I, I agree with him. I, I just, like... <laughs> I was like, "Good for you, buddy. That sucks. You're a hero." <laughs> again. I, I was, yeah, I again, was fine with it, and times. I'm sure
0: he'd get some kind of leniency somewhere and justified. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: like put put me on his jury. I'd be like, yeah. "Fuck the guy deserved it. <laughs> I didn't see it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let him go." And I'm sure, he tripped I'm a sure fall he and fell in those bullets. I don't know. You know, do a plea bargain. Be like, yeah, yeah, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: yeah. What
0: yeah. <laughs> you would have too. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, time served. Here we go." <laughs> But I like that moment with like, uh, is it Kelly? Was that the mm-hmm. the girl's name? Yeah. Because it's not like what you would think of a Stockholm syndrome where she was like really, but she's like she didn't love him or you know care yeah, that much right. about him. But she was a human being who was like, yeah. Here's this guy that yes. He kidnapped me and all this, but like I don't think he fully understood what he was doing. He was being manipulated, right. and I don't want to see him die. Like mm-hmm. it's like I don't want to be friends with him, but like yeah, I don't want anything bad to necessarily happen to him. And and so yeah. you know, she's just trying to like be on the lookout for him because right. nobody else was going to consider him. Yeah, in that situation, and, yeah, it like, clearly
1: didn't. <laughs> yeah, like like what started as probably just a way for her to be like, I can't get out of here physically. Like I can't physically overcome him. So like maybe I. Can can like emotionally or like intellectually yeah. overcome him clearly like you can tell where it was started just like that and then she actually started to feel like some type of kid like this guy's a human being kind of messed up like he's not the monster i thought he was and it turns out that he's just you know and then she was like oh
0: shit like this poor kid but i'm also gonna blame the fbi here just a little bit because they got the victim out of the room And they all left Mm -hmm. and left him in there with all of the guys with the big guns. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I think you could have ended it in that situation. But yes, one of you get her out of there. Right. The next one, just go ahead and put some cuffs on the guy. Don't just leave him in the corner with people trained on him with guns. The
1: SWAT team
0: guy could have taken her out of there. Right. Delegation, my dudes. Like Morgan could have. Chilled him out. Or yeah. leave leave Kelly in the uh, near the entrance or something. Like, hey, I want you to go with this guy. He's going to help you. Or, you know, yeah. something. Like, mm. let her talk to him. I mean, I think but...
1: that's why Morgan was so upset in the slow-mo part. It was just because he knew he could talk this guy out peacefully. But the idiots with the guns.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then there's Reed was... Uh... Forecasting the whole or mm-hmm. foreshadowing the whole thing was like. Do you ever feel like this is? Read, not- you I- shut your mouth. <laughs> Hotch was just like, oh, can't worry about that now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, read. What did I tell you? By just like, ooh,
1: every single time you say something, it comes true. Stop jinxing us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, sorry. Looks like it's about to rain. God damn it, read. <laughs> um, well, with that, I think it's time to go to our commercial. 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 <laughs> time
1: for Reed's planning with.
2: The phrase under the weather comes from when people out on the sea, you know, sailors. Yeah. Would... Seamen. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that when you started. I was like, I'm going to let Listen, go I got gonna... in trouble earlier for talking about semen. So, <laughs> yeah, I wanted that. to go a little nicer than Ooh. that. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Um, But yeah, so when the the seas would get rough and it would be really stormy and the waves would be really really high, the travelers and crewmen and stuff would just go into the cabins below deck to wait out the weather. So they were under the weather. Okay. When did we adapt it to feeling sick? Being under deck would avoid the seasickness that you would get from being on the deck. Mm. So, I don't know why, I don't know when it got flipped to that it meant that you were sick, but originally it was to avoid being sick. Hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah, maybe somewhere along the way it morphed from like, it kind of feels like I'm on the deck of a ship and mm-hmm. be like, oh, maybe. you're a little under the weather or something like, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Very cool. Interesting. That was Reeds planning with Whoa.
2: Woo! <laughs> If you enjoy this show, you might also enjoy our other shows on PartyApocalypse.com as the myth turns the fourth wall and friendables in their entirety. You can also stream new episodes of Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Donna Kenzie and producer Mac Boyle. Hey, Mac Boyle. Mac. <laughs> and The holodeck is Broken, also with producer Mac Boyle. Hey, producer Mac Boyle. <laughs> All right. That's it for the commercial.
0: <laughs> the end. <laughs> We didn't talk about our least favorites. I think, I'm looking at mine. I wrote the most notes, strangely, about bloodlines. Really? Yes. And I, oh, and also, here's one that I wrote a bunch of. But it was mostly about, like, how I felt it was just overall very creepy. Not, not, this was a very extreme example in this episode, but I think it's just creepy in general to have, like, coming of age Mm -hmm. stuff when you've got, because it's always, like, kids, but even in, like, you know, practice, like, cultural practices, because it's usually kids that are, like, 12, 13, something like that, and I'm like... They're not adults yet. Yeah, they're let's ten. not treat them like they're adults. And yeah. I, I want to let them just be kids. Right. And yes, so that is something that I was just like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That that's that's what bugged me, but also fascinated me about this episode yes. that it was like a very extreme example of this like coming of age. Like, what was it? Ten years old? They're like, oh, yeah. he's almost ten. He needs a You're wife. You're a man
1: now. So yeah, let's go
0: kill someone. I'm like whoa this yeah, is no, wrong
1: sh- yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i get
1: it i feel the uh, same way there's some of the coming of age rituals and i'm like it, they're a little weird for me too yeah just, just anything that says
0: like you're an adult at a very young age like, yeah in, in certain cultures i'm like why do they need to be an adult at such a young age mm-hmm. so like
1: <laughs> you're not an adult until you live on your own I feel oh, like damn. like paying like um, even bills. then I
0: don't even know <laughs> you know and like <laughs> and that's like a big bi- that's like
1: I'm an adult for a week <laughs> and that's like like just a, like I don't feel like an adult like I have fucking Hello Kitty slippers like I pay my bills and I pay taxes and that's about it that's the closest I've come to adulthood after that
0: I'm a baby <laughs> I feel like if your brain is not fully formed then you can't call yourself an adult so like yeah. at least 25 years old yeah <laughs> Like, we
1: can start talking coming of age ceremonies when people, like, when they turn 18, they graduate high school. Like, you know, like, that's the, that's, that's the first one, and it should be a series. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, the whole, whole <sighs> thing is weird, and... Yeah, but it, I find that very, that episode very creepy, especially at yeah. the end where where she was like, don't tell them about your brothers. I, mean, I yeah. think that's the part I really liked is that the woman who they were trying to get through to, she acted like she was going to be on their side and help them catch her husband right. and her son. and she, I just yeah. want to see my son. But it was so she could say, don't tell them about your brothers. Yeah. And yeah. there's all these other people out there just killing away and yeah. they're never going to catch them. And never. it was all like a... a like, yeah. I think I like that when you think there's like a redemption arc but ah, just kidding it's yeah. not a redemption yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: I just all I wrote was the family that slays together stays together <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was my only I mean I liked the episode I turns thought it was interesting turns out they were a tight
0: family they so. were real
1: tight you know like here's the thing my own personal values like there's something
0: to be said about loyalty <laughs> and I'm like dang that's a tight knit family okay I bet that that one girl was never so happy to have what was what was it Caesar, seizures that she had? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she had epilepsy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was probably like, you know what, that she was like, my seizures watched. saved my life. They so. really fucking did. Yeah, <laughs> you were about to be Elena, right? <laughs> right. Not even a good name.
1: Come yeah. on. <laughs> also, yeah, the ten-year-old child picks out his wife's right. dude. I'm like, man, she he she is so lucky that she's like, yeah, Leia Starcraft. <laughs>
2: I'm going to name you
0: Minecraft.
2: (laughs) Right. Come here, creeper waifu. Listen, if I, if I had 10 years old and had to name my spouse, Uh, oh no. (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, for real. Yeah. Like,
2: it, my spouse Duo probably Maxwell, would have been named easy.
0: Spencer Reed. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. Whatever I mean, boy I had a crush on at the time, yeah. I would name
1: everybody. Hito Duo, yes. Duo <laughs> Yui Maxwell. <laughs> I, I so name you.
0: Yeah, I mean, naming husbands like we're naming pets. <laughs> I can, but yeah. Oh,
1: jeez. I had a lot of notes on normal, um, including Gina with a lot of exclamation points.
0: I love that Gina Torres was in there. Well, first
1: thing, I already hate this wife. Men are allowed <laughs> to like things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh because that's i don't know—it's like really important. I hate—I hate the stereotypical. It tends to happen with like cis straight couples, yeah. with the whole like you get married, and so the man is regulated to you can have your man cave, but the rest of the house have to have live oh, love. Gross. And every yes. and yeah, and it's just and it's, I find it's a that, shared
2: space. Like it is
1: yeah, and it's just so dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you married me, so this is what adults act like now. I'm Like, no, you're acting like a brat. Like, <laughs> yeah. fucking share your like you can your hobby is candles and some type of makeup mlm and that's all over the house you can at least give him a section like yeah no it, it just it bugs me so like seeing that what kind of play because out because then if he wants time. to
0: do something to enjoy himself he's gonna do it away from you right. and not hanging out with you yeah
1: and right. i mean i feel like that directly ties into the fact that he, how he fucking breaks yeah is that he very clearly was like into cars, into this type of movie or whatever. And then his wife was just sort of like, "Mm, that's for babies. And I don't like babies. And it's like, yeah, no wonder he went fucking crazy. But also I really like, well, respect a man, the song. So when that played, I was just like, (laughs) fuck
2: yeah. Yeah, I'm into
1: this episode. There is one thing... It's not on this episode. It is in Roadkill.
2: I hated Roadkill. It was my least favorite episode.
1: I I wasn't a fan of it. So dumb. I kept
2: yelling at the screen.
1: Because I'm like... I've, I've not seen a car chase people down. But I've definitely seen people get threatened to be run over by other people before. I had a really wild college life. Anyway most people dodge sideways into the trees. It's like human instincts to go sideways and like hide behind something. But just something, running straight. Right, and then, yeah. That never actually fucking happened. So that lady jogging down the road, I was like, look, I have granted an anecdote but like, I do have several data points that people will <laughs> die to hide behind a tree when this happens. Like, come
0: on. Well, that might be a good segue into our uh, least favorite episode. <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah,
2: Roadkill. Yeah, was that was
1: pretty really up there.
0: So. Roadkill, I think, is up there for
2: me too. Fifty-two Pickup is so cringe. <laughs> Which one? Uh, oh, was that, oh, was that the pickup artist one? Oh. Yeah. Yes, I mean, no. Very, very gross. Here, I'll read my... A man disembowels women after his housekeeper mother goes on dialysis. We never learn why he wants to disembowel them, but he makes them clean the crime up before slitting their throat. Spencer flirts with the bartender using magic. After she spots the unsub in the process of picking up another victim, the unsub kidnaps her and the BAU swoops in in the nick of time. Okay, gotcha. but
0: I fucking love read. Picking up a girl, you being a yeah. total dork, yeah. and she was way into it. She's like this hot bartender right? who's like hey, he kind of like crossed the line with the business
1: card, and I was like, oh,
0: oh, careful,
1: read
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> a mean, line. He was so cute. And it was like I loved and it, in her clothing. It. No, meant, it was behind her. It was in her hair. Was it? Yeah. Okay. It was, okay. Yeah, but yeah, still, it, it was kind of like, like he had to have like touched her.
1: To kinda of get it. You better. don't know that,
2: it's magic. <laughs> Z did not know how magic works. It's magic. Nobody knows how it works. <laughs> Duh.
0: I'm um, to just say it's super cute and move on with
1: my life. I'm glad that she appreciated it because I, like, I can see how this, like, that would blow for me. Like, if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, bitch, where'd you put your fingers? <laughs> I'd be like, that was cute, but not anymore. Get the fuck out of my face. I
0: have a very large personal bubble. <laughs> uh. Yes, no, that one. I really didn't like the one right after that, Brothers in Arms. Oh, yeah, I really didn't like that one
2: either. My My synopsis is so short for that one. Yeah,
0: yeah, mine was, someone's killing cops in Phoenix, and it's an underground fight club. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: thought that was was so (laughs) stupid. I was like, wait, what is happening
0: right now? (laughs) It's like (laughs)
2: propaganda in the worst
1: way. I was like, I
2: don't like any of you now. I put another scrawny white guy thinks he's tougher than he is, even though he never wins a fight.
1: (laughs) Right. Like, what the? Yeah. That one, I was like, the psychology is actually a little borked on this one. I mean, I do get it the way they explained it, but I was like, man, eventually he's going to be like, man, I weigh 120 pounds soaking wet. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'm not that tough.
0: (laughs) There was one other one that I was feeling they could have done it better. And I don't like the way that it happened. Episode 20, Conflicted. What? Uh, yes, I I don't know because oh, yeah, I like. I wasn't wild about that one. I, I like the. I love the the beginning when like you see Reed interviewing mm-hmm. this woman I mean, in the shadows, yeah. and they're like, you know, tell me where. Oh, I forget what the Adam. Adam, tell me where Adam is. Um, or let me let me talk to Adam or whatever. And, like, so you're like, oh, okay, this is some just a normal interview. And then, mm-hmm. like, the whole thing plays out. I don't know. I think that when you're introducing, it might just be the spring break storyline that I thought dragged the whole thing down. Yeah. I think you could have done that a little bit better. Like, I would have liked to see maybe a different... Setting or something to it, make that because yeah. it felt very truncated. I like it felt you could, season two. You could almost yeah. make this like a, a multi arc thing mm-hmm. where it's like you've got this serial killer and you don't know what personality you're gonna confront at each right. time. Yeah. But yeah. and we never
2: we never hear from Adam or Amanda ever. Right, again. Ever right. Again. Yeah.
0: Like I would love to. I would have loved that to be more of a She's you know sprinkled in throughout a season or two. Yeah. So pink
2: pajamas. It, but <laughs> I, I ranked that one pretty high, mostly out of nostalgia because it was a heavy Reed episode. Mm, yeah. But it was also the person that played Adam and Amanda played Jasper in Twilight. Uh, and I was also going through a Twilight phase uh, at the same time with gotcha. my friend Annie. And so we obsessed over this <laughs> particular episode. But I think in this episode you get to see how much Reed has gotten comfortable in the BAU and in his job. Mm, yeah. And I think that that was really fun to see. Yes. Yeah, because
0: yeah, um, he started off real mm-hmm, nervous. And so mm-hmm. now he's,
2: yeah. We're unsure of
0: himself. I think there's more they could have done with that. It it just didn't land for me. For sure. I I
1: tend to get a little (laughs) um, uneasy whenever I see the serial killer has DID. Yeah. Because that's such a, it's an overdone trope that Mm -hmm. is actively harmful Mm -hmm. to basically anyone with mental health issues.
0: Um, Yeah. It's also
2: incredibly rare.
0: Yeah, to like to yeah. Have <laughs> the point
2: where
1: it's like it people t- will t- like, t- I t-
0: have t- it.
2: And I'm like, okay, you have to go through a lot of testing
1: before <laughs> you determine if you actually have it. I mean, like,
0: I think I liked you it may because have it's this kid who like had been through a lot right. and it's like this personality that is completely trying to protect him yes. from everything else and he's mm. not Which aware of what's does actually. Tend to be how GID right. Because presents. like your your brain is like sheltering itself from that really right. awful thing. Yeah. And it's really I don't know, like that part of it I thought was was mm. really interesting. The the way they played off of each other and it was just the two personalities right mm-hmm. it's not like they were was, trying yeah. to shove like 30 different right. personalities yeah. no, it in was there just, it was just the yeah. two adam and amanda mm-hmm. yeah
1: no for uh, sure and like i think they did it really well for what it was it just always makes me nervous when i see any show go like we're gonna do split personalities mm-hmm. and
2: i'm like yeah this is a bad idea guys are you sure <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't the only episode that they yeah. have a split personality in mm-hmm. um but I But I they did. called it out, didn't they mm-hmm. when
0: he when Reed talks about um god I can't remember names from previous ep- previous seasons. When oh, the, Tobias Hengel. Yes, yes, and like, you know, how right. he, that personality was trying to shelter him from the dad personality yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: And that one wasn't even like super true DID in
0: the sense yeah. that like, it was
1: fully like because he had psychosis. Fucked his, yeah, yes, he fucked yes. his mind with
0: drugs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But like Reed was Thinking of like right. a, Adam and Amanda in a much different way mm-hmm. because yeah. of that experience that he no, had. No, for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I do think it was good. I just like. Yeah, yeah. I. Yeah. I liked that in the <laughs> in the end, Morgan tells him our profile was right, and I like. I write down I have really detailed notes I know you guys know But I write down the profile And I write down everything That they say That has to do with the profile Literally half of it Is underlined Because it's wrong like, And he was, he was like Our profile was right I was like No it wasn't <laughs> Morgan shut your face <laughs> Yeah I'll have more to say About that our next episode <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I think like, about I think, Morgan <laughs> Yeah I think we're running Out of time though Okay yeah Yeah yep. So Thanks for listening Bye <laughs> Nice guys always finish last. Caesar upon being stabbed.